Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What you're about to hear is a teaser for the bonus episodes we do for Beast Inside, the Daily Beast membership program. Today, this is a special new abnormal teaser since we did a live stream after Joe Biden's address to the nation. We had special guests from the Daily Beast, Scott Bixby, along with Matt Fuller, to discuss what went on. To hear this, along with all the bonus episodes we do for Beast Inside members, head to newabnormal.thedailybeast.com. That's newabnormal.thedailybeast.com. I feel like uh, I wanted to get a little bit of new abnormal nerdery in at first, but um, why don't you guys talk to me about what you guys felt about the uh, address last night and as well as its uh, fun retort. Pat, you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I think that my main takeaway watching the speech late into the night and then talking about it even later uh, was that there, I don't know, Americans have gotten used to, you know, the like big proposal or the big new idea in these joint sessions and State of the Union addresses where the president lays out like a radical new policy or something really, really forward looking. It's, you know, it, the the Great Society in 1964, it's Axis of Evil in 2002, it's, you know, Barack Obama's cancer moonshot. And I feel like watching the address last night, it wasn't so much pitching a brand new policy that Americans hadn't heard of before that was super ambitious. You know, there was no Donald Trump saying we're going to go to Mars by the end of the decade. Instead, it was mostly centered on a sales pitch for two big spending packages that we all pretty much already know what it's about. You know, the American Families Plan, which was introduced yesterday, and then uh, the American Jobs Plan. And, you know, neither of those are, th- th- that's not to discount how, you know, bold they are. I mean, they're both 13 figure spending packages, but they are there it wasn't new necessarily to a listener it was more of a, it was a sales pitch for stuff that we already knew was existing yeah and and i think that's right i i you know i think one big element here is that uh joe biden's whole presidency seems to be sort of under the you know the the radar uh, very sneakily liberal i mean he's putting forth very large spending packages very liberal ideas and because it's joe biden because it's this old white guy uh, everyone's looking at it and going, oh, well, I know that guy. He's like that super moderate dude who, you know, uh, all the progressives hate already. But the reality is what he's putting forward is, you know, it, it's uh, I think, as Scott and I said in, in, the, in the lead, basically, uh, some of the most progressive policies in generations. Um, and, you know, it remains to be seen whether he's actually going to get that accomplished, whether he's actually going to get it through. Uh, there's a lot of difficulties um coming down the pike here with Congress. Uh, the, the easiest crisis he had to address really was coronavirus in a lot of ways, but he, he addressed it, I think, very well. And, and, and he's getting a lot of credit for it at this point. But the, the next ones where the economy, uh, the climate change, infrastructure, those things are going to be a little bit more difficult for him to get over the finish line. Not saying he can't do that. Um, you know, he has, the, he has a Democratic Senate and, and a Democratic House, but it, he has to thread that needle very carefully um, and it's, you know, it's going to be difficult for the first hundred days. He might get more done than the next, um, what are like 1500 days or whatever it is for remaining in, in four years. 
You know, it's interesting though, because I think about Michael Damaski, who was an editor here, who's now an editor chief of the New Republic. And he said this interesting thing to me, which is he said, uh, before Biden became president, he said, you know, Democrats need to show the world that government can do stuff. And what's been really cool with the vaccinations is that Biden has shown the American people, right? The government did that. That was the government. So I do think he has this, um, you know, goodwill now to push more government on people. I don't know. I mean, I, the things that he is talking about, you know, childcare and healthcare and and infrastructure seem like very popular. So I hope that it works, but it definitely is. I mean, and the calculus of like how you get this stuff passed when you have Republicans who don't even want to play. I mean, can anyone even think of 10 Republicans who would vote for this? Adam Kinzer might be one. Right. <laughs> but I mean, in the Senate. I could, I could if, if you want to do the exercise, I could probably come right. up with some names. But uh, yeah, I don't think there's really 10 votes. Uh, I will say to, to your point, um, I had a member tell me, I think, at the beginning of coronavirus, that no one's really libertarian in a pandemic. And um, I think that was true at the beginning, although there is some of that frustration. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who are wondering like, hey, I'm vaccinated. I'm double vaccinated. Why am I wearing a mask? Or, right. you know, why is Joe Biden wearing a mask? Um, there's a lot of that sort of frustration, I think, kicking around a little bit. But you're right that this was an impressive display for the government. Uh, it showed what government spending can do, how it can help people. 